Hello, lifers, and welcome to Because Life Can Be a Niche Podcast. I'm so excited because we have a special guest today, and this is our first time having a special guest. So welcome everybody into the living room. Thank you for riding with us. Thank you for doing life with us. We now have 103 subscribers on YouTube, which means if you're watching right now, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit the notifications. We are celebrating our 100 subscriber club like debut. So just hang tight. You'll get some information about that soon as to what that surprise will be. Also, you guys know if you're on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, be sure to holler at me at Katie Bryant Writes. That's at Katie Bryant Writes. And don't forget, Life Unfolding is the blog at katiebryantwrites.com. I'm actually writing the blog now. So I'm being more diligent in doing that. So please check that out and ride with us. You guys know what we always do. If you're listening, wherever you get your podcast and you're listening right now, just know that we always have a fabulous time with our tea and um, on our YouTube channel. So be sure to jump in and watch it if you're listening and you want to watch. But the tea of the episode is one of my favorites. It's an oldie and a goodie is coconut aloha. This is a loose leaf tea that has just a little bit of amber rock sugar because I told you guys that's how I like to sweeten my tea. So coconut aloha, just because we're about to say aloha to summer. So this is the perfect time to warm up with that. And without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to this sister and I am I'm so excited to, first of all, have a guest, but to have such a positive um, person to, to join us. We, we connected through social media, imagine that, Instagram, and I mean, just her spirit and her light, you guys are just, you're really about to have a really good time. We're about to have a treat. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Cherie. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So Cherie, welcome. Thank you for joining. I'm about to let the people know who you are, and then we will jump right in. So Cherie is a certified life coach, a speaker, and an author. She's a busy woman, ladies and gentlemen. Cherie executes opportunities to help both men and women overcome the obstacles that hinder their emotional mental, spiritual, financial, and social wellness. She empowers thousands to trust that God is in control and all things work together for good. In conclusion, trust the process, family. Trust it. Those are words from my guest, Cherie Denise. And Cherie, without further ado, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and welcome to Because Life Can Be a Niche podcast. And I will let you just say a few words before we even get into what we're talking about today. Uh, if you'd like, just you know, want to give people a little bit more of a rundown of what you do, who you are, how they can get in touch with you. I would love for you to do that. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Um, as you said, we met on social media, just connecting, vibing. Um, we had a long conversation. Both of us are talkers. So, you know, there was no dead air, no dead silence. So that was always, um, that's always a pleasure. Um, so I am, as she mentioned, you know, I don't want to go um, repeat it, but I am all the above. And um, I definitely enjoy um, just coaching individuals. Being a certified life coach is just something I feel um is definitely a part of my purpose and it's just going to continue to grow with my journey and i just want to say thank you for having me and i'm super excited to just you know go into the topic and just kind of vibe with you mm -hmm. awesome well you guys this is a topic that um it has been i guess ongoing for now maybe three it's a three in three episodes into this series and the series is pandemic revelations and you guys know that we talked about um uh, spiritual how the pandemic has impacted your spiritual life we've talked about relationships um dating in a pandemic and how that has impacted your relations your love relationships and how there's been an impact there and we've also talked about um just overall just self-care and, and what you're doing to take care of yourselves during this time. And when Cherie and I were 
talking um, the other night, uh, we just started vibing on another topic in the pandemic revelations that uh, we've really seen, I think, come forth. I know that I have in my personal circle, and I'm, I know that she has, and she's also doing the same, going through the same thing, is about um, a pandemic birth. And when we say that, we're not talking about actually, you know, a baby, but uh, in other words, a, a spiritual birth, something that has been planted. And, and during this pandemic, that has grown and matured and you've given birth to it, uh, whatever that is. And that is where we really dropped off, but I just love the way Cherie shared of what that meant to her. I know I've seen businesses launch, I've seen friends with kids launch businesses and people quit their jobs or lose their jobs and find other opportunities. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a pin in that because I want Cherie to share um, her thoughts and, and how this topic even came to be between the two of us. So Cherie, if you'll share your wisdom, I would love to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. So um, definitely giving honor to God. I know that it is because of him that when you and I met and when we, we began to speak the other night, um, I, I heard the podcast topics that you had and, and the Lord had dropped on me a pandemic birth. And that's something that I've been observing and I've been a witness to since I want to say about March 2020. And that's pretty much when the world began to really shut down. And I was I remember being in my living room and asking God, like, is this from you? You know what? What's going on? This is nothing anyone has ever seen before that's alive. And so what what I came up with through prayer um, through just fellowshipping with the Lord was uh, there's a lot going on, but he has his hands on his children. And, and in order for his children to get out of, of their own way and to get in position, he had to shut some things down. And I truly believe that, you know, everything is God ordained or God allowed. So when it came to this pandemic, the Lord can take something bad and turn it into good. And with the pandemic birth, you know, the topic that we're on today, the, the, the enormous amount of spirituality that's been birthed during this season is, I mean, it has my mouth, like my, my jaw is dropped. And I say that because during a pandemic, during this pandemic, um, like you said, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people had to become uncomfortable and get into position and alignment with who they are supposed to be and who they are called to be. And God knew that they would not move unless he gave them that push, unless there was something put in front of them, like losing a job, getting laid off, um, getting evicted, um, something of that sort which we seem to, to we, we make that seem traumatic, like it's just end of the world. But the Lord knows what's deep planted inside of us. So at that point, whether, if you think about a natural birth, either whether it's planned or unplanned, it's happening. Right. <laughs> that, baby <laughs> is going, <laughs> that baby's going to be delivered. That's and right. so um, when you think about a pregnancy, you're like, you're either excited or you're like, what am I going to do? There's either, there's two, two ways to kind of look at it. The majority part of how to look at it. And so I believe a lot of people were in panic, you know, oh, I'm pregnant. What now? I have a lot of planning to do. I don't know what this looks like. Am I going to have to move? Am I going to have to do this? And in that first trimester, I truly believe that that is where March took place. March and April took place for a lot of kingdom citizens to understand that this don't feel good. Natural births, they have nausea. Some of us are so stressed that we can't eat. And in the spiritual side, when we're not eating, what are we doing? We're fasting. And so it allowed us to, the Lord took the natural and the supernatural and he, he aligned them so that way we can get in position. And I tell you, when I when he showed me this, I was just in awe 
of how amazing he is because his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So the fact that a lot of people are having a spiritual birth in the season is a miraculous move of God if we're listening, if we're listening. I, I agree. And I, I love what you said about um, in March, th those of us who saw this pandemic as really, um, I think we talked about it the other day, is, is more than, than just a terrible uncontrollable virus. This is spiritual, an opportunity that God said, okay, let me just shut the world down so that I can get my children's attention and everybody else's attention as well. And, and I, you know, just even thinking about that in March, I don't know, or even April, I don't know if I would have had the time or made the time to launch this podcast had it not been for that time that I was forced to not be running around going to events with the kiddos or football practice, baseball practice, whatever it is that we had going on that took your time away in the evenings. It was literally time doing your schoolwork and studying and, you know, worshiping time. And then that's it. We didn't go anywhere. So you had no other option other than to focus on whatever it was that had been planted in you anyway, if you saw that as an opportunity for this, this type of, of deal. And uh, just to compare it to a birth, I think that is just so brilliant to, to even say, you know, that it's a pandemic birth because that's exactly what it is. You talked about being uncomfortable. Um, what would you say to someone who may still be carrying their, their baby and not and they haven't given birth yet are they wondering if they're pregnant <laughs> like is this something inside of me has god planted something in me and they haven't moved on it yet or have been afraid to move on it um that's a great great question i think what i would actually share with someone who is well overdue of, of delivering that baby um, is is to just really have a a mindset of do I want to stay in this pandemic? You know, kind of kind of reverse it and say where was I before this pandemic? And God has planted something so amazing inside of me, but I'm afraid. Um, I'm uncomfortable, but I I don't know what's going to happen next. What am I going to do? I'm not prepared to deliver this baby. I don't have the support, you know, I don't. And that happens so much in, in uh, pregnancies where there's a single mother um, or a widow um, and they feel so afraid that they're trying to do everything to keep that baby in the same position. And, and they don't, they, they dread to hear the words, it's, it's you know, the baby is um, crowning because they don't know what to do. And so what I would say is, and you mentioned it, is, is kind of go back to the, to the, to March, the beginning of when you, when the, the baby, the birth was um, conceived, right? When it was planted is to get into that worship and that prayer time. Remember what that's like. Um, and remember that that baby, that baby is counting on you to, to allow the relief. That baby is counting on you. And the, the blessing that that baby is going to bring and touch the many lives of everyone, they're counting on you. So that's what I would share with someone is that, you know what? I'm sorry to say, but I'm not. It's not always about you. Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, get, right. just hearing the words, your will, not my will. And in knowing that there are lives counting on you to get out of that but you know that fear to get out of that but what's going to happen the unknown and just deliver that baby and know that god is the support if you're looking around you and you feel like there's nobody out there he will just know that he will position and plant the right people in your path to make sure that there is a, a delivery that will be in the books and it's not going to be easy 
um, for a huge percentage of people, it's not easy. Once you accept it, um, but once you accept it, it's like, okay, what now? And then that's what we were talking about the other night, you know, after the baby is delivered, now what? <laughs> what happens <laughs> during right. the, that delivery process when you're able to take the baby home? Once you've accepted, okay, this is happening, now what? And we know what, com we know what comes with a newborn. Sleepless nights, you're restless, you're tired, Yes. You look like you haven't showered. You look super just exhausted. Yes. Uh, all of that. But it, <laughs> all of that, right? <laughs> um, but just to piggyback off what you said is in order to get there, that worship and that remembering. God has a good way of reminding us of what he said and what was in his plan so we can follow through. When we talk about um, giving birth, I know when I was... Uh, a young mama uh, to be, uh, I was so afraid of the pain in my head because I never had a child before, so I didn't know what to expect. But in my mind, it was just going to be such a tremendous amount of pain. And when I got there, it was pretty close to what I thought it would be. It's painful. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say even in this, in this time with the, the pandemic, it, it's almost as if you can equate the pain that you're going through to, to, to the pain of giving birth. It's, it's, not, it's a beautiful thing. Having, having a, a child, two children, has, has really, truly blessed me. But there were some painful times where my youngest son wrote my sciatic nerve the entire time I could hardly walk. It was so painful carrying him, but hearing that heartbeat, you know, just knowing that, that what, what I was doing was going to be so worth it. But sometimes God will put us in a place where we have to go through painful moments. And that may be by your own doing, or as you said, the loss of a job or something that causes you some discomfort so that you can give birth and, and without that pain you don't know when it's time to give birth unless you have the pains exactly i mean I like and now that. there are some mamas who have been very blessed who said i didn't have anything i just went to the bathroom and did what i was hoping that would happen to me i was right? like lord let me that didn't happen neither time with either kid but that is almost like even if it's in your relationships or, or, or people who don't understand what you've been called to give birth to, that is, it is painful when those closest to you may not see it, or even your family members or your friends are like, why are you posting so much? Why are you staying up so late? Why are you putting all of this time in? Those are painful things that have to be walked through, but what is, what is your experience there? What would, what would you say to that? that? That's just some of what I've noticed in this time. Um, there, there's a shift that definitely does take place when someone decides to say, okay, God, I'm going to walk in what, you, what you'll have me to do. And um, it, it's kind of hard, you know, to, to separate yourself from the people you used to be around or to want to bring your ideas to them. Or if God said, don't tell them, because there are some people, you know, who, who hide their pregnancies and will be like, Oh, someone still had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would say that, uh, for those people who are just, who may be struggling with not having the support, um, there are, there, when, we're, when we're delivering a baby, there's always help. Even if, say a woman is having a baby and she goes to the bathroom, God is there to help. The structure of the walls are there to support the, the toilet. I know that's strange to say, but the toilet is there to, to assist in that birthing process if need be. And so I, I believe that that aligns with how God is, will never leave us or forsake us. So if even if the people we want in that delivery room don't show up 
and, and, and this is amazing right here. With a pandemic, only you and the spouse or the child's father are allowed in that room. They're not allowing anybody in that room during the delivery. So that correlates to the people who are birthing a spirit, having a spiritual birth, and they feel like they don't have the support. They don't have, um, you go on social media, you got all these people with, with verified accounts and all these likes and all these comments. And you're wondering like, well, where's my support? You know, where are my cheerleaders? Well, baby, this is a season where God is having you rely solely on him. And it's so important that I, I believe for those who have been in this spiritual birthing process, it's a very special group of individuals who God is saying, you're going to deliver, deliver this baby, but you're, I'm going to have it to where you're solely relying on trusting me. Mm. I need you mm. to learn how to trust me. Right. And so you're not going to have the help. They're not going to understand you're going to feel alone and isolated. You might lose a couple friends or family members, but I am molding you and shaping you to trust me. And that's what I truly believe is happening for those who are in this first, second, third tri trimester, or even fourth trimesters, right? Because it's a spiritual birth. So there's some people who the, the Lord said, you know what, I'm going to have you, um, Hold this baby a little longer until you're right. Mm -hmm. So preach right there. <laughs> that will I, I, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely do feel like the the he's saying trust me. Yes. And, yep. and for those who are birthing that baby during a pandemic, it's almost like we had this. Okay, God, I trust you. Like it was just like a cliche thing. Like I trust God. I love God. <laughs> but now it's now it's like. Uh, you know, tears. I trust you guys. I trust you. And he brings you to that place of surrendering where he's, he knows now that you know what it means to trust him. Yes. That that's, Oh, I, I love that. That is so, first of all, it hits home because that is the exact experience that I had just, just putting it out there. I honestly thought when I watched this podcast, I wasn't going to be cheering over 103 subscribers. I was like, all the people I know, all of my family and friends, all of the connections I have, oh, baby, it's about to be on. <laughs> and God was like, mm -mm. no, it's not. Because then you will think your network is helping to bring forth the baby that I put in you, you will be, there you, go. you know, looking at, oh, well, you know, your sorority sisters, you have this many thousands of people. You'll start to say, well, you know, because of my network, you know, this is how I, and it's not even like that at all. It is literally, I mean, he literally has just said, hey, baby, it's me and you. So when you do get to where I want you to get with this baby. I, you don't even know what I want you to do with it. Just trust me. I don't even know where this thing is going, Sheree, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know it was planted in me and God was like, move. And I moved and I'm still waiting to see. I don't know. I'm still in the infant stage. I'm, I'm still trying to, you know, figure out what formula to give, to give the baby. And yet, and still he's saying, trust me fully so that you know when you do get to where I want you to be, it'll be revealed to you and you will be able to glorify me and me alone and not mm. a cheerleading section or a rah-rah group or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. And that has been, I think, the biggest lesson in that. And it's where, that's probably the most to me. Like you said, we're alone. I mean, for mm. the most part, um, we are socially distanced. Mm -hmm. We're not having large gatherings. Nobody's having big parties. There was no lunch party. There was no, there, there was no big book signing or anything like that. Yeah. It's literally, you are by yourself, uh, like me, with a cup of tea in front of a computer late at night, clicking away, <laughs> trying to mm -hmm. figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. and, and when you don't have that, Let's just say, you know, you, you don't have the confirmation 
mm-hmm. that you're doing the right thing. I know as a life coach, what what do you tell people who are still looking for affirmation, validation, confirmation that they are moving in the right way? Um, so a lot of what I do and I share with individuals who 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 would like to have that. I don't want to say they need it, but it's just like they would like to know like there's, you know, there's progress. Um, and it, it just kind of reminds me of children who, because we're children of God. And so when a child draws something, they're like, look, mommy, look, daddy, look what I did. And they want you to recognize it or they want you to confirm that they did a good job just as much as they think they did a good job. And that in a spiritual journey, God is always there, but it's so interesting because he's silent. And what I've learned is that when he's silent, that's because I just had it. When he's silent, it's because he he is drawing us closer to him. So when he's silent, he's not saying, I'm ignoring you. He's saying, come closer, come closer. And then once you find out that it's not silence, sometimes it's just a small, gentle whisper. But we have to be able to block out the noise and the distractions to be able to hear what we thought was silence, but it was a small whisper. And it comes from within the heart. So the individuals who are wanting that confirmation and the validation, I always say, let's, and they may not want to hear this, but we got to go back to the beginning. We got to go back to the beginning on what's your why? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this for you or are you doing this for God's glory? Are you doing this because you want to feel validated or are you doing this because God told you to? So if God has given us something to do, it's going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Um, the promise is there. It's just a matter of waiting and walking towards that silence, what we consider to be silent, to be actually a small whisper. To And, he, you know, when, when we get to that place of silence, when we're walking in silence and we're just sitting there, we're just saying, God, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say anything until you say something. <laughs> and he may not, you know, he may not say anything, but it's, he's looking for our commitment. So that's what I would tell someone is, is to sit there and wait for, wait for him to say, I see that you're committed. Yeah. Now let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, Something you said that caught my, my, my attention was not to go back to the, um, the birthing because I know we've kind of delivered the baby at this point. <laughs> um, but right before we're about to deliver, the Lord has showed me when you were talking that we're not getting an epidural. I'm sorry, but we're not getting an epidural. He wants us to give a natural birth and trust him that you're going to do fine. You're not going, I mean, you, you may have some discomfort. Or there might be some, you know, um, something go down, you know, but um, he's still there and he wants us to do a natural birth. He doesn't want, and it mirrors what you said as far as he wants the glory. He wants that when this podcast blows up, he wants you to be able to say, I don't even know how I did it. Right. Cause all my friends, all my friends wasn't there. You know, I got this people, I got this group of friends, my network, but nobody but God. And that's what happens when I believe, see, I had an epidural, okay? (laughs) When I I had my son, I had an epidural, but I can only imagine what it would have felt like to go natural. I thought I was going to literally just die. die. And so uh, he's, he's telling his children that, I want you to deliver this baby. You're going to deliver this baby and it's going to be natural. And the only way people are actually able to have a natural birth is the, the answer is nobody but God. He got me through it because I didn't know what I was doing. All they, they told me to push, so I just pushed. They told me to stop pushing, so I stopped. <laughs> and, and even in that, he's still not letting us do it alone in most cases. Um, and it's so amazing, though, because we are his children and made in his image that even if a woman was somewhere alone in her apartment and she wind up giving birth, she's never given birth before. She doesn't know what she's doing, but somehow we automatically know 
that we're supposed to sanitize our hands, wash our hands, and get in position to pull the baby out, cut the umbilical cord, wrap the baby up, wash it. Somehow we're just naturally able to know. And that somehow is because of us being in God's image, us naturally knowing what to do. So those who are worried about how am I going to, I don't know anything about marketing. I don't know about starting a website. I don't know about, um, you know, I don't know how to really reach out to strangers. We don't need to know God. If you just continue to go and keep going, God will literally, he's so amazing that he just, it go, it's like this. Okay. You did this now do this. He might have you wait for a little while, but the next moment you take another step, then he does this. And it's like, okay, it's a partnership. It's a relationship. And that is the most beautiful thing about waiting on God during a pandemic birthday Woo! specifically. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. When you say waiting, you know, that is the hardest part. One of the hardest parts, I think, for, for us to do. It's, it's, it's almost like, and, and I will say, modern day us i'm i'm not going to because i look at sarah and the people in the bible and i'm like can you wait 90 plus years that's different i don't know that we're built anymore because of our creature comforts everything Mm -hmm. is instant so i don't Mm -hmm. know if we're built to naturally instinctively wait we can microwave Mm -hmm. stuff we don't even have to go shopping anymore. You can just, you know, do some online service and, and people bring it to you and it's there within two hours. Everything is, is almost like you push a button and then this happens. But God doesn't work that way. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like you sit down and you pray and you, you talk to God and you, you sup with him and you ask him, okay, Lord, all right now. Okay, what next? It's crickets. Yeah. And you're waiting and waiting. And then sometimes in that, we get anxious mm-hmm. and we just jump on out there because we thought we heard it. We, we, we start to hear our own voices mm-hmm. because we're, we're just so anxious. And, and, and that's where I guess, especially during this pandemic, there are so many places that can, because there's more time with you alone, and you have more time to scroll through social media and look at someone else's journey or look at someone else's story. Oh, that sounds kind of like what I'm doing. Maybe I need to do blah, blah, blah. Right. And then we're all off track because Mm -hmm. we didn't even, because we didn't have the the patience and the strength that it took to Mm -hmm. wait because we're so gung-ho, especially, especially during a time when God gives you something and you hear mm-hmm. that clear as day, you know, it's from him. And mm-hmm. so you're, you're ready to run. And sometimes God is like, this is, this is your baby. You're going to give birth. Now wait for me to tell you uh, how this is going to happen or how it's going to come forth. And, and we sometimes get off track mm-hmm. because of, of that. I don't know if yeah. you've seen that a lot or you've seen it happen. I, I know that I'm even guilty of it. I, not late in the pandemic, not as much, because it's, it's a lot of time with God to be very quiet and still. But before that, mm-hmm. before, the, before God put us all in time out, mm-hmm. there were times when I was like, okay, God, you told me to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, yeah. I'm ready to take out, take out the game just ready to run and he's like no sit Mm -hmm. down and wait until i tell you what the next leg of the race is supposed to look like yeah that's it's a waiting patience waiting and trusting to me have been the most difficult um lessons and and characteristics to learn as a, a daughter of the king and when I tell you, I, I've been calling it spiritual boot camp, and it, and it reminds me of like, you know, after you have a baby, you are, you know, you're staying up at night, you're, you know, you're not getting any sleep, and then you're like, you're wondering, okay, God, like, <laughs> you're wondering, like, okay, what am I doing this right? Like, am I burping him or her the right way? 
Um, am I putting enough formula ratio with the water? And you're having all these questions when it's so interesting that there, there are in instructions to fix a bottle. And so sometimes when, when we are waiting, I believe that God has already given us instruction on the wait. And I believe the word wait in, is, is from Genesis to Revelation. It's in there. And he tells us to wait. And you're like, well, how do I wait? Because like you said, we live in a very instant gratification microwave generation. Everything is quick. And we know that radiation isn't good. We know that instant gratification will get us nowhere quick. Um, so what, what happens, I believe, is when he says in Romans, be not conformed to the pattern of this world, I have to think, okay, well, the world is like, boom, they're ready to open back up. They're not paying attention to the laws and the regulations. So I have to do the exact opposite and not conform to what they're doing so I can be in God's presence, so I can still hear him. And that that keeps me, that keep that scripture alone, because you know his word is living. That yeah. scripture alone allows me to remember, okay, Sheree, this book that you have, that you you were told you're gonna be a bestseller. Um, this uh, YouTube channel, I'm with you. I have like 170 something subscribers and I've had it for two years. <laughs> but let me tell you, I had that birthday baby two years ago. And when I did not see the growth two years ago in my spiritual early journey, I was like, well, I'm doing something wrong. I must be doing something wrong. So I was like, I'm going to take some time off to study other YouTubers <laughs> and I'm going to stop posting videos for a while and find out what they're doing. And then let's speed up to a whole year of spiritual growth. I, I'll say, you know what, Shree? You have got to do what God told you to do. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about her, what they're doing. Because that that right there is one of the biggest deceptions, I, I tell you. It is one of the biggest deceptions. And, and that's just like having a baby and you're like, oh, my baby don't have no hair. And then you at a park and this baby got a head full of hair. And you're wondering like, oh. And then you start looking for creams and ointments to put some in your baby hair. Like, no, God gave you a baby with no hair. Right. So we constantly look at what others are doing to mimic or to duplicate. When you can't duplicate what God is bringing from heaven to earth, he doesn't even want you to duplicate. Now, it may look similar in the process, but it's going to have a stamp on it that is customized and personalized to you and your identity in Christ. So that is a word for me, for your listeners. <laughs> uh, I receive it. I receive that word. That is so, that is so true because, and, and, and because we're both talking about in the social media world, which is just, first of all, just a big place of delusion anyway. Right. But that's where you see, you know, the babies with heads full of hair. <laughs> and, right. and you look at, well, you know, what's different? What What is it about my stuff that's different? We have the same stuff. We have the same. And then you start the comparison game. It's almost like, well, why is their baby walking and my baby's still crawling? Right. And then you start wondering mm -hmm. and then and then you wanna go to rely on man's knowledge and mm -hmm. man's formula. There are I can probably count on my hands, my fingers and my toes, how many uh when I'm scrolling, you know, use the right hashtags, click here, sign up to do this, to do blah blah yeah. blah, get more subscribed. I mean, there's so many things out there. And this is just talking about social media and the communication space. I, I can only imagine what restaurants and people who may be stylists or makeup artists and they're looking like, well, why is my clientele not here? Mm -hmm. or why am I not getting the, the customers or why is my response not the same? And, and you said it so beautifully, you know, when, when God brings something from heaven to earth, that's not only specifically for his child but that's your journey that mm -hmm. he designed he all he called us by name and because mm -hmm. our, our you, we may have the same name but we don't have the same journey and because mm -hmm. our names are unique in his mouth then he's not going to 
he's not the God of, of um, reproduction like that. It's not mm -hmm. going to be like an assembly in a car on a car assembly. It's not right. like that. And I guess that's the part that all of us should just pause. And I'm talking to myself as I'm saying it. All of us should pause and receive what God has for our journey, for our for what he's spoken into our hearts and into our minds and the people that he's placed. He has uniquely placed and divinely placed people and opportunities right there for you. And I'm sure you can attest to that just from so many things that you've accomplished where God was like, here you go, Cherie, this is just, this is what, this is yours. And then it, it just grew as a result of that. And, and I guess where we tend to, especially in the pandemic, because we got a whole lot of time on our hands, is maybe when you start wondering or questioning or second guessing where God, what he has for you, is where we can get into some trouble. Yeah, I, th I think, say that again. It's a faith thing at that point. Oh, yes, so much it is. It's, it's almost like, I, I heard, I thought of two things when you were talking is, um, when we're comparing, you know, we're looking at the the baby with a lot of hair and it's like, I wonder if they went to Lamaze class, is that why they have more hair? <laughs> I wonder if they took two, um, two doses of iron or vitamins or, or, or birth, you know, pills and so it, it it just makes me think about how we have to stop comparing you know we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people because it is a specific journey that he has um us on and until we realize that we're going to continuously be like a bumper bumper car do hit the wall do hit the wall you know until we receive and accept that okay god I am, I am yours. You are mine. What, what do you have for me? And sometimes it does require fasting from social media on top of your regular fast, you know, not, not even going to scroll or double tap or none of that. That is, I believe one of the best ways for us to get silent is to turn off the social medias. So that way we don't even have the opportunity to feel like we're, we're not where we think we should be. And then something else that came to me was the Lord will harden the opportunity, just like he did. He hardened Pharaoh's heart mm -hmm. when he told Moses to go free my people. And then in the scriptures, I just read this yesterday. He says, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And I'm like, well, Lord, why would you do that? <laughs> you, you are telling me, you're telling me to go do something. Right. And then you're going to tell me I'm going to make it hard for you. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm like, in my, in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But we do that with our own children when we're teaching them how to cook. And they're like, it's, you know, I'm making a pancake and it's, it's not a perfect circle. And we're not doing it for them, but we're, you know, doing certain ways so they can learn to trust us, learn what I'm saying. I told you to keep the, the, the um, temperature low so that way it doesn't burn. And so I know we do that with our children. We, we allow them to go out and test the waters. Yes. Sometimes we make things a little bit hard for them so they can grow. And because we don't want to give them anything too easy because they're going to grow up thinking every, you know, everything's easy right. and they're going to blame me, blaming everybody for everything. So I look at that the same way that God is with us. He, he will put us an uh, opportunity in front of us and it's nice. And it's like, okay, God, I trust you. I'm going to do exactly what you tell me to do. <laughs> and then he may not tell us he's going to harden the opportunity. He may just do it because he's God. Right. See, Moses was told I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. Right. right. <laughs> I feel like God ain't tell me about to make this opportunity hard, but I just know, you know, <laughs> I just know from the seasons that I've been in that, okay, this is a hardening of a hearts type of situation. Right. So then I'm like, okay, well, what would make, what was the reason Pharaoh's heart was hardened? 
it's because Moses doubted himself. He didn't feel like he was the right person. And so God was actually strengthening Moses in, in preparing him to trust him. And that just goes back to the trust. It's like, okay, God, I get it. I get it. I don't trust you enough right now. So, or I'm not spending enough time with you. I'm not committed like I say I am. There's something clearly about me that you know that I haven't yet identified yet. So let's start all over if we need to, because I want to, I want to see this manifest. So it's almost like the quicker, not that we're going to rush God, but the quicker we get those concepts and those fundamentals down, Mm -hmm. then we will see some, some progress, some movement. And sometimes it doesn't even have to do with trust, commitment. Sometimes it has to do with forgiveness. That is so, he's so amazing with that. He says, I'm going to give you this project this opportunity this assignment mm-hmm. and we're like okay i started it it's going good i got, I got a couple of likes i got some book sales or whatever the case and then it just stops mm-hmm. you're like well what happened what happened and he's like okay now i got your attention until you stop trying to figure out what happened what you did wrong then you're going to come to me and say god what happened right i need you to forgive so and so i need you to forgive so and so and and that's where I found that the the beautiful nature of him is where we think we know, but we don't. And then when it happens, I'm like, oh, that's all I had to do. <laughs> right. That's all I had to do. So right. to grow to that next level, you had to do that. And and when you said that, I thought about something too. I remember when I was young and single, and and working and I was working with everybody in the office was a mom mm-hmm. and, and married and, and had the whole family thing. And I never understood why at five fifteen they were busting it, trying to get out of there. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta go home. I gotta, I gotta go get my kid. I've got to do blah, blah. And I was always, I was, I was judgy wedgy. I was always like, but you're, you, but you still got work to do, you know? And I'm like, well, why am I working? And y'all trying to, you know, get home. And, and, and do all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know, what, what kind of situation they got where they got to leave their job and they got to leave this project to go run yeah. home, blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing how I didn't respect their situation until I became a mama myself and, and, and had to, and gave, went through the pains and went through the birth. And I look back on how sometimes God will allow you to go through something so that you can respect someone else's journey even more. And that's even mm-hmm. in this, even with this pandemic and in this, this birth deal, you know, maybe God stops the subscribers so that you actually respect the process for someone else. Because I remember uh, a, a friend of mine who launched a podcast and did all of this stuff. And, and I'm, and I'm crazy about this person, but mm-hmm. until I got ready to do my own, I don't even remember subscribing. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember reaching out and saying, I'm so proud of you. Even though I was, I never mm-hmm. took that step beyond just looking and being proud from afar, but never really doing anything to support. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes God is like, well, how do you expect somebody to support your business? How have you yeah. supported other people's businesses? How have you supported other people's journeys? How have you reached out and told somebody, you know, I'm proud of you? And, and that is that, and I look back at that, like the whole mama thing, like I want to go back to those ladies so bad and apologize. I never said anything because I was young, but I was like, mm-hmm. but I was judging them in my mind. Yeah. Like, you know, this is, this is work. This is a job. I mean, who doesn't want their career? Cause I didn't know any better because I had never given birth. I had never mm. been a wife. So that in itself is almost like, you know, I know there have been times where God is like, now you see, even during this pandemic, Mm-hmm. And he's like, now you see what it takes, what, what you're wanting. Sometimes you have to give in order to, in order to receive, in order for God to release his blessings and open up his glory for you. You have to extend those same things to those mm-hmm. around you 
and and that's why it's been just a time we were talking about this i've got more shirts and hats from friends kids who've launched businesses or friends mm -hmm. who've launched businesses because i see now that mm -hmm. what god wants us to do in our walk is to show who he is through us mm -hmm. and when you show who he, he is you're gonna love and promote and support whether you get one like or no likes because he wants us to love each other first and then all of it will come full circle to you. Absolutely. I love that. I definitely do. I think the that part alone as far as uh, respecting other people's journey, if they're on a similar journey than ours or now we're actually walking in what they went through. And sometimes we don't know. I mean, I, I truly believe there is a, a, a nice percentage of people who hit the ground running and they have overnight success. But when I hear the stories of a lot of celebrities who have been in the game for years, some of them were homeless. Some of them had, were eating out of dumpsters, you know, and I'm glad that they share those stories with us because it's, it's in transparency. And it's like, you know, I, I remember writing, I think Jim Carrey or somebody, he wrote on a check. He manifested $1 million check when he was sleeping in his car. And, and now he's able to say, you know, I've, I've done that, you know, and uh, we don't know other people's journey. And it seems like, I have to say this, <laughs> for those who have been loving on God, paying our tithes, um, being kind to people, forgiving people, it's almost like, when is it my time? You know, when is it when is it when is it going to happen for me? Um, because we see a lot of people who are living unrighteous, who are, yeah. you know, millionaires, got five, six, seven houses. And then because we do believe in a God that that does give the finer things, he definitely does. We just sometimes it's a conflicting feeling for myself um, prior to actually surrendering again because i don't know about y'all but i've had to surrender a couple times <laughs> in this journey um but i have to remember that uh he will he will he will put us through the fire but we won't get burned and the fact that sometimes we don't see the the success the way we like to with our um, interaction and engagements we have a we have um, done a lot in the kingdom without the podcast, without the YouTube, you know, without any of that. So we have to remember that, that God doesn't want us to be hard on ourselves. He doesn't want us to feel like we're behind because he, he is an on-time God. So anytime we feel like we're not moving at a pace that we think we should because we're staying up all night, he sees us. He yeah. sees you. He's like, man, my daughter, she just staying up all night. Her hair looking crazy, right. you know, um, but he sees that. And the Lord is so faithful. Yes. We have to remember that like his timing is so much better than ours. And that that is a beautiful that's a beautiful thing to have a father that says it's going to come right on time. I see you put all the effort and it's almost like when my son, he wants I know he wants to go somewhere. So he cleans up the house. Mom, I mopped the floor, I cleaned the bathroom, I did my laundry, and it's almost like we're doing, you know, I used to do that with God, like, I'm fasting, I'm praying, I'm reading, like, when is it, can I, can I do it now? Can I go now? And then he's still like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with you, girl, like, it's going to happen when I said it's going to happen, because I already spoke it. So what I need you to do now is take your little self over there, sit down, Get down and just rest in me, Right. be still and just wait and then that's where i'm like lord i don't know what that looks like <laughs> right. i i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know what it's like to sit still and wait on you so then he's like well i'll show you and then he teaches me you know when i'm going through something don't call a friend or family member take it to him yes and and um it's fun, you know, it's, I think it's once, after the first couple of days, it's like being on restriction, right? Right. Once you're on, when you're on restriction, you get creative. Yes. You still can't leave out the room, but you so get creative. Great. And then you start appreciating the trees outside. You start appreciating, <laughs> <laughs> you 
you start folding all your clothes on nice and neat, you you learn to have a respect for the things that you already have. So, yes. yeah, girl. That is that is so it. That is spot on. I I think I'm in a full on relationship with the trees in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, I just sit there just looking at them. Like, oh, I didn't know those grow flowers. Like, <laughs> when did that happen? I think it's yeah. an owl in that tree. Look at this. <laughs> but you know what? You just when you don't have anything to do with him. Oh, I know. You sit out there, and I, I appreciate the breeze. I mean, when the, oh, when the leaves yeah. start blowing, I'm just like, mm -hmm. oh, Lord, you're so amazing. Yeah, and that's I'm so like, true. is Not that you? Things. Yes. Yeah. But something else that you said that I think we do need to mention just in terms of giving birth and about patience, um, we have to understand and know that because God doesn't move the way we move, what we think we're giving birth to might not be what he's giving birth to. Mm -hmm. And so, and we receive that in the weight, like God may be using, for instance, he might be using this platform for this podcast for a specific one person. Mm -hmm. It might not be meant for millions. He may be using it for, a specific purpose and this may open the door to what his ah see when you're waiting ah look what you're waiting mm -hmm. for something completely different and i think that that is one thing as children is you know how sometimes your parents are going to surprise you with a, like a vacation and they're mm -hmm. like you know yeah here's here it is look we're going to six flags but then it turns out you're going to disney and mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, God is, is that way too. Like, yeah, you know, I'm using you. Just listen to me, follow my, listen to my voice, do what I tell you to do. Mm -hmm. But this may not even be it. This may be the catalyst to whatever. Right. Like, your book may be like, you got this book that God gave you and you know, he gave it to you, but mm -hmm. that could be a movie. Or that could be something beyond. And that, that's the one thing that I have accepted and that I, I delight in is that I really don't know where the, what the end of this looks like. Um, but I'm happy to wait because I know whatever it is, it's God's purpose. And it may be a little different. He may just be opening the door with this just to see how, let me just let you trust me with this little bit. Yeah. So that I can give you this that you yeah. didn't even think to ask for or that mm. you didn't even know I had for you. But I had to let mm. you walk in this season of minimalism <laughs> so that you could get the maximum. Oh, yeah. I, have. I love that. I really do. <laughs> I, de I definitely love that. It just that kind of sealed it for me um, because we don't know. We don't know. He has he has secrets. You know, he has amazing secrets that are not made, made known to man. And when we remember that, we're like, okay, God, let me, you know, let, let me just wake up every day and just be so thankful. Like, so, like I got to the point where I wasn't even praying for anything. I'm like, okay, the baby's the I'm in my third trimester or the baby has been delivered. And now I'm just sitting here rocking in the rocking chair with the baby. You know, right. I'm just, I'm just so thankful because I have to appreciate this moment because the baby's going to grow. And that's, you know, kind of piggyback to what you're saying. The baby is going to grow and we know we serve a big God. So whatever he, he, he doesn't plant for no reason. He does not allow us to conceive for no reason. It's for a purpose that we may not know at this moment. So we just need to be able to sit in that rocking chair and rock that baby and just look at them while they're sleeping all that. quiet right. and and just appreciate those times where they're not talking and drooling and and then and then know that okay i'm gonna enjoy this moment yes. this this moment with just him and i her and i because i know it's going to change and because we we serve a god of order and alignment in seasons mm-hmm Things do change. He, I mean, God doesn't change, but he allows seasons to happen and occur. So, you know, when I thought, you know, I had my, I had my YouTube channel and I was like, 
uh, it's so funny. I started out being like, hi, my name is Sheree. And I was like, oh, stiff. I'm like, that's what I thought YouTubers do. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a commentator or something. And then I had to realize, Sheree, just be yourself. Like yeah. people love you as you be authentically you. Yeah. And, um, I think that the biggest, the biggest part of all of this, as far as a, a pandemic birth is the fact that we have to appreciate the, the stillness sometimes we have to respect and trust the process i've been hearing trust the process but based off what you said i'm hearing that we need to respect the process and others um to receive god in all his glory and it's going to be amazing like i cannot wait six months to a year from now to just see what you're doing to see what he has you doing um and everyone else, all of your your listeners, um, you know the you, the YouTube subscribes just just so they I can hear their testimonies and see them like you know I watched that podcast and I decided to just go for it. <laughs> I, I decided and I accepted the fact that I was birthing a baby soon, and I got prepared. You know, at least they're going to be able to get prepared. And I was out here with no diaper bag, no crib, right. no formula, no car seat. <laughs> Didn't have no money for no Lamaze classes, no car seat. Right. So I think this conversation alone is is going to bless individuals to get ready. You know, yeah. just position yourself and get ready, and just know that um, it's all for the glory of God. Just always remember that. Absolutely, I love that. I think that is the perfect bow on this bassinet <laughs> we have with this baby <laughs> that is that is so true and I, and I believe the same for you as well I, I there was a divine connection and and a reason that that I mean we literally we were supposed to have a meeting for 30 minutes and nice. we talked was it an hour hour and a half yeah it was, it just, it was about an hour and a half you just it flowed because because God knows where to put his children. And, and I know that, that this show, this episode is going to touch and, and change people. And it, I'm just humbled to just be used by him in, in this moment and, and just absolutely grateful to you for, for being obedient and, and just saying, okay, Lord, let me, let me talk to, to that lady right there and, and let's figure out what it is that we can do and how we can collaborate. And I'm, it's just amazing what is going to come forth. Not, not just what's happened, but you're just a blessing. And what you said, the words you said, I just, for all of our listeners and those who are watching, you know, just receive it and soak it up. I, I, like I said, you know, I'm trying to get everything out of this pandemic except COVID. I want to get all that God has for us during this yeah. time and this pandemic revelations it's time. It's time to get everything out of it that you can get out of it. I started in March. We thought it would be over in June or July. It's September. Right. He's given us so much time. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's just, you still got time. You still got plenty of time to go. Right. So that, that is, that is the, the beautiful part about this. And I just want to thank you so much, but I want you to tell people how they can get, in contact with you, how they can follow you, what your channels are, tell them about your books, just take your time, take your time, sister, and just let people know how they can get in touch with Cherie Denise. All right. I know I was supposed to do that in the intro, but girl, <laughs> my memory, take my your memory, time. pray for me, pray for me now. Okay. So you can definitely find me on um, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Cherie Denise Speaks. Cherie is with the C. And um, I have a website, execute365.net. That is for all of life coaching services. And um, I also have a couple of books on Amazon. The first book is Treasures Revealed, The Power of Communication and Relationships. And the second book is We Will Breathe. And it's a book um, that has a lot of uh, positive affirmations, daily affirmations um, for our king and queens of, of the kingdom. Um, us as kingdom citizens have to continuously speak life. So um, definitely check those out on Amazon. Um, I have specials right now. I believe they're about 40 to 60% off right now. So if you're looking for a good read, definitely check those books out. 
And it was such a pleasure. Um, thank you for having me today on this episode. I enjoyed my time with you. Definitely. Um, I got a lot of great things out of it. A lot of wisdom, gems, knowledge nuggets. So I'm going to definitely take those with me um, as I continue on this journey. This interesting, <laughs> this interesting, <laughs> my, my goodness gracious journey that we are on. Um, there's nothing like it, though. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, and if you're looking for some life coaching services, definitely go to my website. You can schedule appointments and I'd love to do a free consultation with you. I love it. You all, you have, you heard it here. Don't delay. Go out, get the books, get your life coaching services. Go reach out to this sister because she is dropping some powerful gems and knowledge. I am, I was blessed the other night when we talked, blessed even more um, just from what I've heard tonight. And, and I pray that you are as well. Pandemic revelations, a pandemic birth. What are you birthing? What are you sitting on? What are you waiting to give birth to? So many questions. Get in the comments. Um, I know that if, if you have something, if you want to comment about it, if you have something to share, you need some advice, drop in the comments. I'm sure Sheree will be happy to talk to you about that. And we'd love to hear what you think and, and your opinion and, and share with us so we can grow, so we can get everything we can yes. get out of this pandemic yes. except COVID. So with that, I want to thank you all so much. Thank you, Sheree, again for joining, coming in the living room with us. It has been a blessing for sure. Won't be the last time. This is just the nope. first. The yeah, first of many. Um, and for those of you who are riding with us, uh, remember that uh, you can always reach me at Katie Bryant Writes on social media and on the YouTube channel, Life Can Be a Niche. Go ahead and subscribe, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And be sure to hit the notification so you know when we drop something new and make sure that you follow the sister. I will have all of her information in the show notes for those of you who are listening. So be sure to check that out as well. And as I always say, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And I will see you when I see you.